Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, welcome back to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. Thank you so much for being here, for joining me for a, another cup of virtual cafecito. I'm so excited because today we're making history for the first time ever. We are featuring a fearless man on the podcast. That's right. So we just started season five and for January, we are featuring Fearless Men. This is a Fearless Men podcast series. I really felt it on my heart to feature men who are being a powerful voice and are really using their gifts to honor God, but also to be an inspiration and be an empowering voice. And I think and, and I've had this conversation, right? I think that we can learn so much from men and there's men out there who are willing to share their wisdom, their experience, and their perspective. And I think it's it's worth listening to. So my guest today is Victor Vela. He's a Christian rapper. He's a husband and a father. And I believe he is such a powerful voice for this generation. And let me tell you, he's a really good rapper, okay? Like, when you go check out his music, you're going to be like, what is this? You're not going to want to stop listening to it. I'm just saying, okay? It is so, so good. He is a very talented person. But let me tell you a little bit about who Victor is, a little bit about his story. He was born into a broken family and grew up in a dysfunctional environment. He became an addict at 12 years old and spent the next 10 years struggling with mental illness. He was in and out of jail and he was dealing with drugs. After many of his closest friends passed away, he hit rock bottom. He surrendered his life to Jesus in a jail cell, and he's never been the same. And now, as a husband and a father, he's also pursuing the call that God has given to him, and that is to use music and social media and also counseling to help Christians understand the gospel so they can see the transformation and peace that Jesus paid for. Look, how powerful, okay? Whether you are someone who, you know, however you feel about religion or God, you cannot argue with the story of a person and the transformation that they have really gone through. And so as someone who was suicidal and comes from a broken and dysfunctional home, I understand the power of like surrendering to Jesus and seeing your life transformed. Because I always say this, if you guys like me a little, it's because of God. So listen, if you're not someone who considers yourself a faith-filled person, I pray and I hope that you will listen to this episode with an open heart and an open mind because it is so powerful to really be someone that finds freedom in who God says that you are without worrying about what anyone else thinks of it or thinks of you pursuing your gifts, pursuing your dreams. So I pray that this episode 
blesses your heart. I pray that you would share this episode with your husband, your boyfriend, your brother, your Theo. Share this episode with them because let me tell you something. Men go through some stuff and they also need encouragement, believe it or not. All right. So real quick, you can go follow Victor. You can go to IG. It's Vic Vela. It's V-I-C-V-E-L-A. You can go to Spotify. Look him up. Victor Vela. Um, He's also on TikTok. It's Vic Vela. He's got a YouTube channel. I'm going to try to link all of his links, every single one into the show notes. So you can just click and you can go follow him. All right. Have an amazing day and God bless you. Hola, mujer. Welcome to the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'm Micaela, the voice behind the mic and the creator of this podcast. I'm the author of the book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More, where I share my raw journey of healing, finding my voice, and true identity. Amiga, I'm truly on a mission to empower Latinas everywhere to know that their setbacks, pain, trials, and heartache cannot stop them from stepping into their God-given purpose. On this podcast, I'll empower you to let go of your limiting beliefs so you can step into your confidence and never have to dim your light again. Girl, this is your space to shine. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, here you'll be equipped with tools that will help you heal, accomplish your goals, and dream big so you can impact those around you. And if you've been looking for your tribe, well, you just found it. Girl, just like you, I'm a busy mujer. I'm balancing life, marriage, motherhood, and business. One cup of cafecito at a time. But I also know that being in community is so powerful. The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast. It's a sisterhood. And together we'll dive into this journey of life, motherhood, business, and whatever else you got going on. So you ready? Grab your cafecito and let's do this. Welcome to a new episode of the Fearless Mujer. Thank you so much for joining me for another cup of virtual cafecito. I am so excited because we are making history on the podcast. Uh, This is the first time ever that we have a man on the podcast. So it's exciting because I really believe that God really does put certain people on our heart to really bring wisdom. And so, Victor, I want to thank you for being on the Fearless Mood podcast today. Uh, it's honestly an honor, and uh, thanks for putting all that pressure on me uh, as a person. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but it really is an honor. It's it's pretty cool that I get to be that first, you know, the first man on your podcast, and I just pray that I don't disappoint. <laughs> you know, no, thank you. It's you know, this is really like cafecito chat, like you know, if we were at a coffee shop. And I do want my audience to know that this is my first time meeting you, but I know your wife. Irais, and she's amazing, such a godly woman. I mean, when we have come from really painful upbringings and childhoods, and to just be walking fearlessly in the pursuit of like who we we were created to be by God, right? It mm-hmm. is so powerful. And so, uh, just kind of a backstory: I was driving from an event in Houston, um, and. I don't know. I just had this kind of nudge. I think God sometimes puts this nudge that he downloads something in our heart. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a fearless men series. And I really was like, okay, God, who do you want me to bring on? Because, you know, for someone who like 
doesn't bring men on the podcast, it's like it has to really be men that are going to lift up the women because that's really what Fearless Mujer is about. It's about lifting women up. And so I'm like, oh, I, I can ask you to use his husband. And so um, thank you, because I, I really believe that this episode's going to just bless so many women. So, Victor, can you tell us a little bit about who you are? Yeah, um, so I'll try to keep it short. Um, I grew up in like a dysfunctional family. Um, as soon as it's like as soon as I was born, my mom and dad were divorced already. Um, there were some pretty shady things that went on between them two. Um, and it all fell out in a way in which my two older brothers were in custody with my dad and my sister and I were in custody with my mom. So like even our even our, like our sibling, the siblings were split apart, you know. So growing up, I, you know. I was a rascal. I became a rascal. Um, addiction started at 12 years old with pornography, and then it developed into like you know some drugs, and then sort of drug dealing in and out of jail for drug charges and a bunch of other silly things. Um, and I really dealt with a lot of depression, uh, like a mental illness. Um, it, it was really, really bad. And just trying to find my, my identity was in my dream. Um, and my dream was all of that to me, like it, it meant that to me because I felt like that was the only way that I could get like relief or freedom from the very scars that I accumulated over the years. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and even relationships. So when all that came crumbling down, I was sitting in a jail cell, um, hardened heart. Like I had recently tried to commit suicide and, um, I mean, long story short, um, God saves me in this amazing way. And, and I, I've been, changed ever since like i can't even explain it to you but one of the things that really stuck with me is the simplicity of the gospel understanding that i've been not only set free from the penalty of my sins so that way i don't have to face judgment but more importantly i've been set free from the power of sin and now i'm in christ like my whole self was killed on the cross with jesus and when i was born again i was risen into the new life of jesus christ like so that was like mind blowing for me because now my identity was in everything that he promised. You know, um, it was in this eternal thing, not just this thing that uh, I have one of my lyrics is like, um, why am I trying to leave a le legacy to end up, you know, rotten in a cemetery? And that haunted me. But now I've I, I've just been completely set free. So so long story short, um, I couldn't stop like just preaching the word of God and helping people understand it. Uh, in some weird way, the Lord has kind of um, helped me like be able to break it down for people, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's funny because when I was in jail that time, like I felt like I was reading a brick wall. Like I just, uh -huh. I couldn't understand whatever I was reading. And um, so I just couldn't stop doing that throughout my years of working in the oil field and just everywhere I went. Um, and I just finally decided to ask God like straight up, I, I need to know. Um, I feel like this, there's this calling on my life to go into ministry, to preach the word. And um, I just need to know that this is something that you are calling me to do because I don't want to just be mixing it up with my own ambition. And I think that that's so important yeah. for us to do because so many times we allow our desires and the things that we covet, right? Like the, yeah. sometimes like the things that we feel led to do may be intertwined with some of the damage that we've um like had throughout our like our upbringing and the relationships that we've been in and it's almost like a like like an av avenging right like 
I'm going to avenge myself by proving to these people that I can do this or that. And maybe we may not think that on the onset, but I had to be sure that this wasn't me just trying to do something um, for for any motives that were mixed in with my own brokenness. You know what I mean? And um, so I like I don't do this often, but I asked for a sign and, and there was like a lot of clarity. Like I just couldn't even. It, he done it, he did it in a way that I just couldn't ignore it. So I started online mystery on TikTok. Um I blew up the platform. Wow. Um, and I just really been focusing on preaching the simplicity of the gospel, helping people understand what it means to be in Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's kind of a, a challenge because like the simplicity that's in Christ is actually contrary to probably like 90% of what is preached today. And um, and I gotta be honest with you, like, you know, I do music as well. Like uh, I love doing Christian rap. I started I started making rap music when I was like 12 years old. So it's wow. been like 16 years now. That's amazing. Um, yeah, and, and it's crazy because like I started off. Um, I remember the I remember like t- praying to God. It was like a short time when I was 12 that I was passionate for him. And I remember saying like realizing how impactful like rap music was on my life because my dad wasn't around. I didn't have that father figure. I even felt alone even in my own household. And I was like, man, like, this is so impactful. Lord, if you bless me with talent, I will use it for your kingdom. But I forgot about that. So like being saved and born again, like now I'm like, I want to do that for the kingdom, you know, but I got to be real with you. Like, I don't really know what it is I'm like called to do exactly because it's like, there's so many things, so many gifts that God has blessed me with that. I just can't, um, like pick one, you know what I mean? It's like, always seems to have its place at the perfect time. Um, and right now what I'm, what I'm really trying to do, um, by God's direction is really just, um, make a transition into, um, learning how to, to just continue pursuing God's call for my life while I'm tending to the most important ministry that I've been given. And that is my family. Um, my son has cerebral palsy. Um, my firstborn son has cerebral palsy. He's five years old. And what that is for those that don't know is like a, it's a, it's pretty much brain damage. Um, and there's like scarring in the, in the brain. Wow. It's not really clear as to how it happens at birth or during pregnancy. Um, but essentially what it does to the body is it, um, pretty much like stiffens the muscles. It, it, um, it prevents the, the nerves in the brain from communicating each other in quite the right way. And there's different levels to it. Um, my son has like, you know, um, he, he can move around a lot more than most kids with cerebral palsy. So I'm grateful for that, but it, Nonetheless, he is disabled. And um, we had a lot of clarity of that this uh, past year, a few months ago, when we went through years of trying to get like clarity and testing and and finally getting the care that he needs, doing the right tests. And we found out that um, from the doctor that his condition is actually more severe than we thought. And the chances are he wouldn't be able to walk on his own, you know, and, and if there's any chance that he has at doing that. It's just us intervening right now and doing going the extra mile in our own lives to make sure he does physical therapy, you know, make sure he does occupation, all kinds of therapy and just pouring into his life. And I know that that's going to take a lot more time for me. So while I know that God has called me to preach the gospel and use my voice in music and do whatever else, I know at the same time, he's given me this child um, to, to raise and to lead and to help him along his way. Cause it's not easy for him, you know? So uh, what I do and who I am is I'm a father, I'm a saint in Christ. Um, and I say that with confidence based on the blood of Jesus, you know, um, 
but uh, it's just an interesting part. It's I'm in an interesting point in my life, and I just love that you um, brought me on to talk about fearlessness because um, coming face to face with fear and those types of things is definitely one of the biggest things that uh, I'm having to do right now. You know wow. what I mean? Wow, that's that's incredible. First of all, I definitely for the faith-filled women listening um or guys cuz now I'm I'm thinking someone's going to listen that's a guy of uh, let's keep your your you know your son in prayer because my my son he's high functioning autistic which is different but I understand when you have to parent different when you have to have so much patience when you're not understanding right when you have to step up for your for your child who who really they're they're helpless in a way they're you're their world in that in that aspect so um i just you know want to just like kind of give you a virtual hug because wow hearing you say like god has put this on my heart but yet i know that my first ministry is my family and it's so hard to balance that i see it my husband's a, a truck driver long distance truck driver so I see it in my own family, right? And my husband, like trying to provide and then trying to be present. And it's not always possible, right? Um, but then even with what I do, like Fearless Mujeres is really my business, but you know, it it's also my ministry because it is, it was birthed by what God had put on my heart, right? For the women who have always lived in fear. And so I definitely resonate with like, okay, God, I'm not crazy, right? Am I delusional that like you told me to do this and I don't have the funds, I don't have the connections, you're going to have to move because I don't know what it is exactly, you know, that you are calling me to do. When you're so multifaceted, it's hard to really, okay, pinpoint that's the thing right there, you know? And I think that in everything that we do, like God's preparing us for something even with our kids. Um, I also kind of wanted to go back to something that you said, though, when you were talking about uh, just being suicidal and things like that. I resonate so much with that because that's my testimony. I've shared it here with my listeners. Like I was a party girl. I was a single mom. I was jumping from guy to guy because I was looking for love. I didn't grow up in church. Um, I was so tired of my life that I'm like, I tried everything. and. If if you're not going to work out, if you're not going to fix me, then I don't know what to do because I was just so tired of my life. And that was 14 years ago. So I always share with with my listeners, because not everyone that listens, right, is, is a believer, that there's no logical explanation for why my life is normal, right? Why my life has peace other than to say, like, I surrendered my life to God. I surrendered my life to Jesus. And he changed my life. That doesn't mean that we don't go through stuff. It it just means that we have that peace that we know, yeah, I was created for more. And even if right now is not the time to fully do that thing that, that he called me to do because I have other priorities, right? I have children or whatever the case may be, he's going to finish what he started. So I want to say thank you to you just for being so vulnerable and honest and I just love to hear from from the perspective of a man that like, hey, there's there's we just see men. And here's my thing, too. And this is what I want to share. We really 
tear down men. We really treat men like, oh, you're just good to go to work. Um, you know, you're not really that smart, right? We complain so much about men, but we don't really put value on how how much of a big part a father and a man plays in the role of of the lives of women, if that makes sense. So I just want to say thank you just for your honesty, because um, it is not easy to come from an upbringing of having gone through so much and then still trying to be, especially in this culture, who God called us to be. So uh, thank you. Um, And I do want to ask you, okay, since we're talking about being fearless, right? We know that that doesn't mean that we never feel fear. What does it mean to you to be fearless, like to fearlessly rise up in whatever way God calls you to and actually step up and do the things that he puts on your heart? Uh, That's a good question. Um, I think that when we're talking about fear, it's important for us to define really what that is and like where it comes from. You know, I think that um, we really sit and think about it. Fear is almost something that exists because we don't really deem like we don't think that we have what it takes or we wonder if we even have what it takes to overcome what's in front of us um like it's too much for us to handle we're overwhelmed with what we're facing um even in crazy traumatic situations like we can jump to fear so easily because we are so used to like our entire thinking like our entire thinking is referenced from our in ourselves like we're so um primed in our minds to think with our awareness being mostly on ourselves like we're we're mostly aware of ourselves and knowing ourselves to the, to the in the deepest levels like we can lie to ourselves all day long but whenever a real situation pops up or a real decision comes that we have to make um we get there's that honesty that kind of seeps through And because we're referencing ourselves and our ability and and everything within ourselves, we are scared because of survival. Like we don't know if we can survive this or we can make it to the other side of this. Um, Now, that's just the thing, though, is like whenever you understand. Whenever you understand your creative value, like what you were created for, what the purpose of 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 life really is all about. um, And the fact that Jesus paid the price to to bring you back to that, to, to redeem you, to make you new. Um, what's beautiful is that it's not just about a ticket to heaven. He actually takes care of the, like that part of yourself that you question, like, do I, does this person have what it takes? Do I have, like, will I make it through? Um, his message to us was that you don't, and nobody does except for him. He actually joined himself to humanity. So that way he could actually end that human race. Like that's why he was crucified. It wasn't just, you know, to pay for your sins. He did do that, but it was also so he could put an end to that corruption, into that that imperfection in Adam. So when he rose from the grave, he could bring us into a new humanity, which is himself. And that's why Paul tells us that we should consider ourselves dead unto sin. When we believe in Jesus, we are no longer in the picture. Like our reference point in every situation when we are rooted in him is actually him. Like we're most aware of him. So yeah. when we're facing any type of situation, we're so um, like, it's like a thermostat, you know, like whenever a thermostat drops a certain temperature, it reacts, right. And it reacts because that's what it's trained to do. 
and it goes, it works up until it gets to a certain temperature. So it's like, now that I'm in Christ, like anything that happens, like my, my, my natural reaction is considering him, you know, it's, uh-huh. it's really, I cannot like think apart from that reality that he is, he's in me and I'm in him. So now it's like, so really being fearless for me is like, fear isn't even a thing whenever you're considering who he is and how much he loves us and what it is that he accomplished and the fact that he didn't need anyone to accomplish that. So really like the, like the biggest reason that he calls us to do things is so that way we can enjoy the beauty of this mission. It's not because he necessarily needs something from you or that there's a, there's an aspect about yourself that's be crucial for his team. No, like he doesn't need any of that. And you'll find oftentimes that all of the things that you're qualified for won't even be in the picture whenever you're following the calling that God has for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that you won't be considering. Cause like, I'm telling you, like, I haven't, like, there are things that I'm gifted in. Don't get me wrong. Like there are definitely callings that God gives people according to the gifts that they have, but you'll find that the way that he brings about the fruit in that, like you often weren't trying to use that gift like you weren't trying or anything like you're just considering him the love he has for you and the love you have for people and he just flows through that place so it's like we're not even considering the darkness because as soon as the light flips on in the room the darkness flees so it's like part of being fearless is is considering the lord you know um the first thing that anyone has to do in any situation is remember who it is that you worship like if it's Jesus, then everything changes, you know, and, and yeah. I can even put it in a different situation. Like there's been many times where I've run into like demonic entities, you know what I mean? And, um, and there's like this sense of, of, uh, hostility in the air. Like you're about to fight, you know, I don't know how many mm-hmm. of the women here have been in fights before or what, but there's a certain feeling like me. Yeah. So there's this feeling that you get, you know, yeah. whenever you're about to fight somebody and, um, like you can just feel that. And like, yeah. um, it's, it's a pretty intense feeling, you know, except that when you think, when you realize it, they're like demons. And, and when you see somebody that's demonized, it has a demon in them. Like it can be quite a traumatic like situation. And, and there's that thought like, Oh snap, what can I, and that's where it has to stop. Wow. Like, can I No, that's where it has to stop. That's what, exactly what they want. Cause the only thing that the demons or the devil or that like this corrupt world can do, like the only tools that they have, or to pull you aside from operating in the spirit of God. You know what I mean? Wow. And that only happens by you believing lies. And that's anything wow. other than the gospel truth and what he's accomplished and the hope that he has. So even when you're in that situation where there's a demon or you're whatever it is, when you know who it is that you worship and you know that it's his life in you, no longer your own, like there's no, there's no need to be, there's no need to be afraid. There's no need to be um, wondering if it's going to work out or, anything like that, then you can begin to rest and everything operates from a place of burdenlessness. Like you don't have a yeah. burden. You know, Jesus says that my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah. And that's truly the, the essence of it. If there, if there's any calling or anything that you're doing in life, when you're following Jesus and you say like, man, this is hard. Well, the reason it is, is because you got your perspective wrong. Wow. Like Jesus, Jesus never really said that following him would be hard necessarily. He said, it, it's going to take discipline. It's going to take faith, but it's definitely not burdensome. The only reason it gets that way or that we are shaken by the things of life and we even step into a little bit of fear is because we 
got to put on a heavy burden. And that's like when we're looking at everything else but Jesus. So like we can't be intimidated by, you know, what we see, you know, and um, like as a man, you know, like there's definitely a lot as, as a man of God, like um, there's a lot to be um, concerned for. You know, I'm, I'm a husband, I'm a father, um, you know, I'm like, I'm doing this thing online and, and even in real life, you know, like, and I really don't know what I'm doing. Like, honestly, it's, it's <laughs> insane. Like I have people like asking me, you know, what are, what are like, what do I do? Like, what's my strategy? And I'm just like, I really don't, I have no clue. Like yeah. the fact that I have ADHD, like it makes it even worse because I'm like all over the place. Like most of the time, all I know is Jesus. And like, all I know is that I'm not, everything works out the best whenever I just rest in him, you know? Amen. So like, as a father, as a husband, I grew up without a dad, you know, I, I grew up seeing dysfunctional marriages, um, broken marriage, divorced marriages, uh, this bitterness. Like my mom was a, a, um, a victim of domestic violence and, um, that and she went through some traumatic stuff around that time of her life too, because not only did she get out of the situation with my father. But when she exited that situation, um, you know, she was dating somebody and they committed suicide. And it was like from there, like there was just like so much going on in her life that she had so many scars. And um, just seeing like that brokenness in my mom, like I never I've always had a a massive amount of love for my mom. And I've never like held anything against her because I've understood that there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of hurt that, that she needs to work through. You know what I mean? Yeah. But nonetheless, it, it did put me in a situation where I didn't have an understanding as to how to be a father, how to how to be a husband. You know, like even the things that she would tell me about how a man should be were really centered around what she thought it should be because of her hurt. It was a response to all the trauma that she went through. She uh-huh. what was her reference for what was the definition of good and evil there? Was it was it what the Lord says? Was it was the filter Jesus or was it what she's always longed for because of the brokenness she's been through? Wow. You know what I mean? So like, I never got that idea. So coming into a marriage, like there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of struggles there because of like me as an individual, I'm, I'm a lot to deal with. Like if you're like for my wife, like she's like, my hat's off to her because, um, sometimes like I, I'm, I'm going a million miles an hour. Um, there's things that I've had to overcome in my life, you know, since we've been married, she's had to overcome. Um, so it's been, it's been difficult. Right. So I wonder, like, there's that concern there. Fear tries to creep in. Like, can, um, can this marriage work? Like, will this marriage work? Will I be able to be the man that I need to be for her, you know, or will I be just like my dad? Like my mom would tell me sometimes when I was a kid, you know, um, or will, will I be, um, one of those people who ends up seeing their kids, you know, like go off astray or, when I'm 70 years old, will me and my wife be very like distant from each other, bitter and hardened toward each other? Because uh, it's the kind of stuff that we see regularly, right? Yeah. Um, or or barely kind of working things out, you know, y'all after you're like wow. 60 years old. You know what I mean? Like after that's, all, that's like that's so real too. Like huh? that's even like, and I'm resonating so much with. I mean, there's so much that I definitely resonate with, but just with that, like having that uh, generational curse of divorce and having seen that. And, and when you grow up that way, your perspective of marriage is like so distorted. So, so off from what God really designed it to be. And, and then like, I'm right there with you on that because it's, it's constant work and being real with each other about like, 
this is not okay. Like these things are not okay. But mm-hmm. then also, I think I'll, I'll just admit this as a wife. And obviously someone needs to hear this because marriage wasn't part of our, our convo, but um, so many times I've came to God, like change my husband, change my husband. He's like, girl, you need to change these things about yourself in, in me wanting him to change. I see where I fail. Right. So it's, it's never a one way street when, when it comes to marriage. And I think, you know, a, a lot of the listeners here, some of them are single moms and some of them are probably going through their relationship struggles. Right. But we, we do have that fear that like, man, I'm, I'm never going to be good enough in this relationship, mm-hmm. but it's not really about us. It's about what God mm-hmm. can do in the relationship. And mm-hmm. so I, I love that you're sharing that because I think that culture and, and this Instagram culture and all of it, we think, oh, wow, they have a perfect life. They have a perfect marriage, but no one really talks about all the in-between things that we're trying to do while still striving to be who God called us to be, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, no, I, so thank, you, thank you for sharing that because I know it definitely ministered to me. And I think for, you know, for the woman out there struggling in her marriage, that probably doesn't feel like she's fearless in her marriage and maybe is looking at her husband. Um, something that you said about your mom, right? How is she looking at marriage or, or her relationship because of her brokenness? And that's mm-hmm. really what it comes down to. It's the lens of brokenness that we see everything from. And that mm-hmm. really clouds where we're going. But anyway, that's all you're going to have to come back. We're going to have to talk about marriage because that's like mm-hmm. such a like, wow, that's such a good conversation. Um, yeah, I would just like to say, though, like what, what I wanted to mention, though, is like in light of all these things, you know, obviously I'm a man and, and a lot of women are listening. So I wanted to like kind of share those things because. You know, men carry a heavy a heavy load in terms of like what they're called to do in God, you know. So um as a man, like knowing the knowing what a man of God is is truly supposed to be, right? Um, and not even supposed to be like what you are now, because it's not like I don't want to get too deep into stuff, but knowing the love that I, I have that I'm called to give toward my wife or towards anybody, um, there's a there's a heavy load there, and there's like definitely um a necessity to understand and respect all the weight that a that a man of God carries or even somebody who's saved because mm-hmm. a lot of men have such a hard time like i like i'm pretty sure that there are women mo- many women actually listening right now who are seeking Christ right now but their husband is not mm-hmm. and that's unfortunately a situation that i deal with all the time like i actually counsel people online i've spent hours on the phone with you know men and and women uh, who you know have these these issues and it's a lot of women who are trying to lead the house spiritually you know but even in line with what i was saying a lot of men don't end up finding the truth because they never find that rest from the burdens they're always carrying you know so like i'm glad that you mentioned what you had mentioned because i mean i'm, I'm going to skip a bunch just for the sake of like time but one thing that i i think is so important um for a woman to understand is, is to have her identity in Christ. Like you can't get what you're looking for. You can't. You can't get it. If you're looking for it in a man or in any other person or thing in this world, the only way that you're going to get that strength and, and fearlessness is if your identity is rooted in the value that God has given you, you know, and in, in the love that he 
proclaimed and demonstrated on the cross and knowing what he's called you to, like this, this life of love and selflessness and laying your life down for your friend, you know, and, and seeing the beauty in that place. Because when you walk, when you're walking in that place, nobody can rob your peace. Nobody can rob anything from you. So even if you're in a situation where, you know, you're in a relationship and, or whatever it is, like you're not even concerned, like you are concerned, but you're not bothered by their deficiencies, by their inability, their shortcomings. In fact, you shine onto them, you know? And I just think that that's a, a beautiful thing to, to learn as a, as a woman, because that's something that my wife does for me. Um, like we've been through a lot and I'm not saying that she's perfect or anything like that. I definitely am not, you know, in terms of like when I believe the lie and, and I'll react a certain way, right. Or her too. But like, I have to be honest with you, like the, one of the biggest reasons that this marriage is still together is because my wife has understood that from the onset. And I just think it's crazy because I remember like really like having this understanding and then like shining that onto her and it clicking for her, like God, it was just like perfect timing, you know? And the fact that she's hung on to that identity and that fearlessness, like I've seen it on my end, how much more effective it is to, to to just lay like for her to just lay her life down for her to show that grace and to her to show that resilient strength because her life is not her own anymore like she just lets it go at the feet of god and she's so she comes to a place where she's just rejoicing you know and it does more to encourage me to change me to um to to push me forward and give me strength as a man you should because she becomes she's she's involved with my mission and that's like and she's such a big part of it and that's what it actually means to submit you know you're not you know a woman shouldn't submit in terms of like a slave and a slave master it's really more about you guys are unified in the goal and vision that y'all have for life and everything mm-hmm. and the woman is actually um an encourager you know somebody who's like like actually there where you need it you know what i'm trying to say yeah. so i just want to encourage whoever whatever whoever is listening like no matter what your situation is, you might not even be in a relationship. You could be like 18 years old, like trying to figure out what you're going to do for school. I mean, there's so many different situations. You might be, you know, coming off the streets, you know, uh, as a prostitute, addicted to drugs, and you don't know what you're going to do. Like there's so many different situations, but it all applies. If your identity is in Christ and you get your value from him and you know that if you turn from, from that brokenness and humanity, that corruption, that the, the mindsets that keep people bound and, and kill people and, you know, take them victim and, and the people, the same mindset that puts you in the situation you're in. And when you get that freedom from that in Jesus and you understand this life that he's paid for, you know, you rest in there, like you have everything it takes. So whenever something does come, like whatever comes your way, you're not dependent on that to, to be at peace, to be fulfilled. In fact, like you're good without it. And when it when like if a relationship comes along, like you can see with wisdom, like you're not you're not tainted by desperation or loneliness or a need to just finally have that new car that you've always wanted because you've never been able to get one because you've always broke all your life. Like you're actually operating from a place of fulfillment and rest and peace, and you can see the truth and you can make decisions um, that are detached from that need because you don't need anything. You don't thirst anymore because of Jesus. Wow. You know. Oh my God. Okay. That's so good. Victor, you're going to have to come back <laughs> because uh, I, I feel like obvious. Well, 
before we wrap, can you please just tell listeners where they can find your music, your ministry? Like, please tell us just a little bit about that, because I think what you all are doing is so powerful. Um, I I believe that if Paul was living in this time, he would literally have a podcast or have some kind of social media of preach the gospel because these are tools that God has given us, right? And so can you just let listeners know like more about your music and all of it so that they can go find you? Absolutely. Yeah. So like, I, I got to admit, I haven't really been as active as I should be with my music. I have like 40 songs I need to release, you know, I put out a couple, um, but I'm just, it's just Victor Vela on Spotify. Um, you know, I started off on TikTok. It's, and my username is at it's Vic Vela. Um, and it's the same for Instagram as well, but I'm really not that active on TikTok anymore. Um, I'm really trying to, I've been putting a lot of emphasis on Instagram because I noticed that it allows me to connect with everybody a lot better. Um, but even now, like this coming year, I'm going to be really, really focused on YouTube. So you, you should be able to find me with the same handle. Um, it's Vic Vela. And um, I want to encourage you to type, look out for that because it's not just going to be me as a man. It's I'm going to try my best with the grace of God to really convey, um, you know, the messages that I want to share, but more from like a real life point of view that, yeah. that shares like my, my life and my family's life. Um, and to show you the stories behind the music and behind this, the, 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 like the lessons and the biblical things that we are trying to teach, um, you're going to definitely get a lot of value from that. Even if you're a woman and if you're, if you're a woman who uh, is married, um, please like, get your husband to connect with this, some of this stuff, because I know that it, it'll bless him. So like, wow. just to put it this way, um, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, it's Vic Vela. I'm pretty sure you can find it. It's just one L V E L A. But if there's, there are things that we need desperately in this time and age. And I think that everyone's willing to talk, to give their opinion or what they believe the Holy Spirit told them. It's easy for us to talk about it, but it's another thing for us to literally demonstrate that through a piece of content. And that's what's the hardest thing to do. And that's what I plan on trying to achieve this year. So I'm I'm really excited about it. And um, yeah, so that's where you can find it. Thank you. Yeah, I'll add all of your links, um, but I I definitely want listeners to go support. I grew up in the hood, so I still love rap, but, you know, I got to listen to Jesus rap because then, you know, uh, but I I really love and that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. But that just means I I really feel that God wanted us to talk about marriage and that's fine. Um, I think that like people think that just because we love God or we live for Jesus, I for me, I feel like this is my lifestyle, right? I I live to worship him. And that doesn't mean I'm just listening to worship music. No, that means when I'm going through stuff, I have to go in my prayer closet and, and talk to him because something that you said, um, and I want to just encourage listeners, even if you don't know God, even if you're like, I don't even know what that looks like to have a relationship with God. All you have to do is be real with him and talk to him. Like, I need you. I need you because I'm pretty sure I was drunk the day that I, you know, cried out to God, like, I need you. And I didn't go to church. I got saved on my couch. And so I knew nothing about church. I didn't want anything to do with church, but yet he pursued me. So he's real. He's very, very real. And that's where our strength does come from because we're always going to fall short. We're never going to be perfect. We're never going to 
be fully equipped unless we're doing things through him. So I thank you so much, uh, Victor, for being here and just for being so raw and open and just being a, you know, a wise voice on the podcast. So thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. I just prayed that the Lord would speak uh, through me. And um, I, I think he did that, you know, so it's definitely an honor. And I pray that everybody listening, um, I just want to encourage you. Uh, if there's anything that you hear from me, it's not my music. It's not my handles. It's not, you know, who I am and what my story was. It's that like Jesus paid the price to give you life. And everything that we've been raised to believe, the ways that we think, the way that we conduct ourselves and the things that we strive for, it's not life. You know, we, we say like life sucks, you know, or life isn't fair. Well, this is what we know. It's not life. It's, yeah. it's what it's came through the fall. And Jesus paid a price for you to live in a way that you can shine as a light in this dark world, you know? Yeah. Uh, and you do that by understanding how he set you free from the penalty of your sin by the blood of Jesus Christ. So now, like, now you can come before him boldly, confidence. You don't have to worry about, like, your performance and stuff to be able to commune with him. In fact, the reason we don't perform the way we need to, uh, I don't even want to say the way we need to, the way that what he and what he paid for. The reason we don't perform in what through what he paid for is because we don't come to him real because of what he like the blood that he shed wow. for you. But he also sets you free from the power of sin. You don't have to continue to identify, oh, I'm a sinner. Thank God I was saved by grace. No, he actually, you're in Christ. You were a sinner. Now you're born again. You're Amen. you're in him, you know, and that's so 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 important for you to understand because everything that we battle with, the reason we fall victim to it. Because we don't believe that. And that's like so important. I just pray that you guys just hold on to that and understand what the gospel is. Like truly, truly invest time. Like you don't have to read the whole Bible in a year. You need to understand the gospel and then go read the Bible. Yeah, that's cool. Like, but once you understand what he paid for, everything changes in your life. And I just want to encourage every you know woman, or if there's a man listening here, you know, you don't got to feel ashamed, bro. You listen to a woman <laughs> podcast. Um, you know, you found a gem, I guess, you know, but um, know the gospel, know him, walk in peace and, and respond from his victory. And you won't have to, you won't have to be in fear. You know, like there's going to be things that you might be intimidated by at first. But once you take them captive, you know, you'll know where the truth is at, you know? Wow. Thank you. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to do a marriage series and bring you Anita Isan because uh, this was just so good. And I, I really, I never do anything because it's what I want. It's really because, okay, God, you told me to do this. I don't know why in the moment, but I'm just going to be obedient and, and let you do what you need to do. So, um, girl, please go share this episode with your amiga, your prima, your tia. I know it's going to bless them. And a lot of times we are going through things that we don't talk about and you just don't know what a podcast episode or a YouTube video or a song is going to do in the heart of someone. So God bless you guys. Uh, thank you so much again, Victor, for being here. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate it. Hey, Mujer, before you go, did this episode help you in any way? I'd love to know what you thought about this episode so I know what content to keep creating for you. 
Do me a favor, tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast and let me know how this episode helped you. And you know that the Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, right? It's a sisterhood. Do me a favor, share this episode with your amigas, your primas, your tias, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up and together we're truly powerful. So tag me, tag your amigas, share the link with them. And if you found value in this podcast, leave me a review on Apple because that means so much. And by the way, want to take the conversation deeper? Come join the podcast community. Go to fearlessmohead.com, click on podcast community, and let's talk about this episode. God bless.